what? We finally got the 2024 Messy Reformation Conference on the schedule. Block off your calendars for April 15th through the 17th, 2024. The theme for our first ever conference is Courageous Leadership, with a particular emphasis on what courageous leadership looks like in times of Reformation. In our current Reformation, the CRC needs leaders who are willing to stand firm in their convictions and lead their churches, classes, and denomination with courage and boldness. We've designed this conference to help equip, encourage, and paint a vision for what that courageous leadership will look like wherever God leads us. To find out more about this conference, or to get signed up right away, head on over to themessyreformation.com. Don't wait to get signed up. We need people to get signed up as soon as possible to get a handle on how many people are coming and what to expect, so don't wait. And don't miss this opportunity to equip yourself connect with fellow leaders, and be part of this messy reformation in the CRCNA. As you know, whenever reformation has happened in the history of the church, things get messy and courageous leaders are needed. That's why we're taking the opportunity to have conversations with pastors throughout the Christian Reformed Church, find out what's going on in our denomination, but also to talk about what reformation might look like. If you haven't already, take a moment to click subscribe so you don't miss any of our upcoming content. We're dropping episodes every single Sunday evening. It's also important for you to know that you are our marketing plan. We rely on you to spread the word about what we're doing at the Messy Reformation. We rely on you to share our content. We also rely on you to give us five-star reviews and provide good feedback for this podcast so that the algorithms push our content further into the world that needs to hear what we're saying. You are the marketing plan, and we believe we've placed our marketing in good hands. You can also support us financially on Patreon or Substack. All the money raised is used to fund online hosting and build the platform of the Messy Reformation. With all that said, we're going to get to this week's episode where I give a review of what happened last year and look forward to what's going to happen this year and even read a little John Calvin. Well, guys, this is going to be a little different episode than normal. I wanted to do this a couple of weeks ago at the beginning of the new year, but, well, life happened. And so I had to wait a couple of weeks to do this. But one of the things Willie and I wanted to do at the beginning of this year was to do a quick recap on what happened last year as far as what's been going on with our podcast, what some of the statistics have been this last year, and not wanting to do that to brag, but wanting to do that just to celebrate, really, with what our the Messy Reformation community has been doing. It's been quite a year, so we want to celebrate with you guys. I also want to kind of talk a little bit about things we should be thinking about as we're coming up to our spring classes meetings. I know some are already happening, but a lot, uh, many of them are going to be happening over the next few weeks or throughout February. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk a little bit about what we should be thinking about or what we are hoping to see coming up to Synod 2024. And then, well, I just have some final thoughts that have been stewing around in my head a little bit. Some uh, A quote from John Calvin that I thought is super relevant to what we're going through. And then uh, I want to end with a psalm. So that kind of gives you an idea of where we're going to be going and what this episode's going to be about, along with probably a bunch of random thoughts that are coming through my brain as we go through this. But one of the big things we want to say is just thank you. 
Thank you to everyone who's been a faithful listener of the podcast. Thank you to everyone who's been sharing our content around the Christian Reformed Church. Um, it's been a really big year. 2023 was probably the biggest year for us as a podcast in in numbers of downloads and opportunities to kind of share what we've been wanting to share. And so it's been a huge deal. And one of the things that that uh, happened this last year that kind of helped with that is we brought a few more people onto the podcast. Previously, it was just Willie and I, and I was doing a lot of the back-end stuff as far as uh, technical stuff with the podcast and all of the online stuff. And in order to kind of help us expand our reach and free me up to do some other things, we brought a couple more people onto our team and so Trevor Mao has been working on our social media side of things, posting things on Facebook and running that. And uh, we brought Dan DeGraff, uh, pastor at Baldwin CRC. Uh, he's been coming in and doing all of our podcast summaries for us, which has been really helpful, allowing us to kind of get that content, get a summary of each episode out there. Um, it, it's been really great bringing a couple more people on. We've got some different ideas coming in from them. We've got more going on than just those things in the background, but they have really, really helped. And one of the things that's really struck me this year as I've been thinking about it, you know, we've been doing this podcast for over three years now. We started in December of 2020, and we have never had a duplicate pastor on the podcast, except for one. We had Cedric on because he's a Gravamen expert. And so we wanted to have that conversation with him. But but otherwise, we have not had a duplicate pastor on. We've had a new pastor every two weeks. And, uh, and one of the reasons why we've been doing that is just to show how many good pastors we have in the CRCNA. And I, I just wanted to let people know that like we haven't had to work very hard to find these pastors or get pastors to sign up to be on the podcast. It's it's not like we have to dig in all the nooks and crannies of our denomination in order to find good, solid pastors. They're, they're all over the place. Sure, there are some pastors who we don't appreciate in the CRC who are causing problems and, and doing things that we don't want them to be doing. And sometimes they're the ones who are making the loudest noise and causing a lot of the problems. But uh, what we wanted to do is just remind people that our normal, average, typical CRC pastor is really, really rock solid. Not only rock solid theologically, but has a good idea of what the church is, how the church should function, understands our theology, understands how to apply that to our daily lives. We are blessed in the CRC with this many good pastors, and we hope to keep having more and more of those conversations with new pastors as we keep moving forward. Eventually, we will probably have some duplicates, but but the idea is for three years, we have not had to have any duplicates because we have that many good pastors in our denomination, and that's helpful. And that's really one of the big things we wanted to accomplish with this podcast when we started it. We wanted to help people see that the CRCNA is not what we thought it was. And most of the conservatives thought that they were kind of lone wolves, kind of off on their own, doing their things. They thought they were a voice crying out in the wilderness. And the reality is, is what we have seen is that that's not true. And so Willie and I 
had a feeling that that wasn't true. And that's why we wanted to start this podcast to help showing people all of the good, solid pastors we have out there. And so um, I think, I hope through this podcast, we've really blessed our denomination that we've been able to see how blessed we are as a denomination, how many good pastors we have. We're going to keep on doing that work. Uh, one of the other really cool statistics I've been seeing about our podcast lately uh, that's been really fun is just who's all listening to this podcast and where they're coming from. I mean, the first two are are pretty obvious, I would say. Our, our largest audience is coming from the United States. And our second largest audience is coming from Canada, which makes sense because our podcast is based out of, based on talking about the CRCNA, which is based out of the United States and Canada. Uh, but the third and fourth largest audiences listening to our podcast from this last year, I guess uh, they really caught me off guard. Um, our third largest audience is coming from Germany, which I think is amazing. And so shout out to anybody who's from Germany, who's been listening to our podcast. Uh, that's exciting to me. And the fourth largest one, uh, I've been noticing kind of growing lately in the weekly statistics, and that's Australia. And so I just want to give a shout out. I don't know who's listening to this podcast in Australia, but it's been a, a blessing for me to be able to just see uh, you guys faithfully tuning in each and every week listening to this podcast. So I just, again, want to give a shout out to you guys. We had a, a lot of growth this year in our podcast. Uh, one of the things you're going to see, Trevor Mao is going to be posting some st statistics about our podcast that came from Spotify, but uh, Spotify is really only about 20% of our typical downloads. Our primary downloads are still coming through Apple Podcasts. And so Spotify is not a perfect representation of all of the statistics, but it gives us a good idea of what's happening. Uh, but one of the really big things... Um, that we saw happen is following Synod this year, um, our podcast just uh, doubled. It, it doubled in our weekly downloads and it doubled in a, I, yeah, I, I was blown away by how, how big, I mean, to straight out of Synod, it was like triple quadruple of people watch, listening and watching our podcast on YouTube. But but then that kind of hung in there. And, and by the end of the year, as we kind of averaged everything out, we're, we're landing at a, a, a doubling of, of what we normally had for our weekly downloads. And, and one of the really crazy stats, one of the things that's just kind of blowing my mind, to be completely honest, is I was comparing our stats and looking online to see kind of where that puts us in the kind of general realm of podcasts. And just kind of based on the research I had and based on the statistics uh, that I was seeing out there, our weekly downloads are putting us somewhere in the top 15% of all podcasts. And we're actually getting close to 10%. And so that's kind of a goal for this next year. It'd be really fun for us to be able to hit that kind of top 10% of all podcasts with our little podcast talking about what's going on in the Christian Reformed Church. And I think it's, it kind of points to something that, that I mentioned way back when we started this podcast, that yes, we're talking about what's happening in the Christian Reformed Church, but our denomination's not alone in this. Many other denominations are going through the same kind of 
uh, reformation that's happening in divisions and splits. And so other people are tuning into this podcast, wanting to see what's going on here and also getting an understanding of maybe how that's going to apply to, uh, to their own denomination or their own situation. And so, uh, it's been really fun. So we're, we're having this kind of massive year of growth and, um, and it's because of you guys. That's one of the things we point out every week on our podcast that um, for a while I talked about how I was such a terrible marketer. And now lately we've been reminding you that, you know, you guys are our marketing strategy. Uh, we, you guys are the ones that we want sharing this content with people you think are going to benefit from it. It's, we have no desire for this to be listened to by people who aren't going to benefit or don't want to hear what we have to say. We, this is our little effort to try to bless people and to equip the saints and to build up the church in, in our own way. And so if you know of anybody who would benefit from this, keep sharing our content with them and we'll keep doing what we can to put out content that helps bless you and bless the church and build it up and, and ultimately help us see reformation happen here in the Christian Reformed Church. Because again, that's our goal. And, you know, we had some pretty big episode downloads, a couple, uh, I, I, you know, a number of podcasts will do this on a yearly basis, kind of say, here's the year in review. And, you know, our biggest, uh, our biggest podcast of the year was obviously, um, I think everybody would probably expect that would be kind of my follow-up coming out of Synod. Um, it was probably because of how crazy Synod was, but also my role at Synod had me in a unique position where people wanted to hear what I had to say. So we almost hit 2000 downloads um, with that one podcast between YouTube and in our audio podcast. So, so that one really like blew up. It got really big and it got a lot of traction in a lot of places and people listened to it. But, but some of our other top episodes, our interview with John Clompine was right up there in second place. And so that was pretty fun to see our third one our third one, which is kind of interesting, the third largest downloaded episode of the of the year was our conversation about uh, Better Together, A Third Way, which I know got some listens and got some people kind of fired up about some of the things we had to say. But that one was coming in at number three. And then Patrick Anthony's interview, he was on my advisory committee at Synod. And so that one got the next one. And then our fifth uh, most downloaded episode was our conversation with Todd Zydema and President Hookstra from Dort University. And so we've got some, it's been some pretty fun conversations that we've had over this past year. And, and I'm excited to see who we're going to talk to this year. We're uh, working on some pretty fun guests coming on and uh, yeah, we're, we've got some heading up here, but really one of the big things um, that I wanted to talk about. And one of the big things that I'm, really excited about for this upcoming year is our conference. I know if you're following us on social media or whatever, you're maybe annoyed by all of the different uh, different little promotional things I'm putting out. And again, I hate being a marketer, um, but, but I really am excited about what this uh, conference can be and, and how it can bless the church. Because it's going to be unique. It will be different um, from any of the other things going on. It's definitely going to be different from any of the conferences that are being put on by the Christian Reformed Church. But it's also going to be different from 
some of the abide gatherings as well, because um, even though I'm on the abide steering team and I'm excited about the work that abide is doing, um, what we're doing here on the messy reformation is something different and we've got a different focus. And so this conference is going to be different as well. And so I'm excited about kind of the unique way this is going to help kind of build up the body of Christ and then help move the Christian Reformed Church uh, further along the path of Reformation. And I have to say, um, there there is a little bit of probably anxiety uh, in me as as we kind of booked the, the Green Lake Conference Center for this uh, for the conference and as we've been promoting it and trying to get things going, because it's a, I would say it's a huge leap of faith. Um, we already have a lot of kind of balls on the court. We've got a lot of things going on. And yet it's one of those things where God just wouldn't let, allow me to let it go, to let it drop. He just wouldn't let, I couldn't, I couldn't get away from it. And it was the same thing with this podcast. When we went to start this podcast, I I came up with probably 50 different reasons why I should never start this podcast because who would ever want to listen to some random pastor out in the middle of Wisconsin? But yet God wouldn't let me let it go. And so I have learned over the years, I need to step out in faith. I need to trust him when he won't let me let these things go. And so we started the podcast and it took off very slowly, but it has gained a lot of momentum and now uh, God's using it in, in some powerful ways. And so we're stepping out in faith with this conference along for the same reasons, because we've been talking about it a long time. We've been trying to figure out the best way we can get this pulled together and the best venue that's going to fit what we want to do and, and uh, hesitating to make the commitment because it's a huge commitment and yet God just wouldn't let us let it go. And so we, have it on the schedule now, as you've probably heard, April 15th through the 17th. And uh, it's up here in Green Lake at the Green Lake Conference Center in Wisconsin. And um, really one of the things what, that gets me so excited about this conference is that it's really the just the combination or the culmination of, of what we do here on the Messy Reformation on a weekly basis. Uh, because one of the, like our mission here on the Messy Reformation, we want to help lead Reformation in the Christian Reformed Church by encouraging and strengthening church leaders. We want to encourage you to be bold and engaged in the fight for biblical and confessional fidelity. And one of the ways we do that is by networking like-minded church leaders and trying to give you tools for the battle and then paint a vision for what Reformation might look like. We try to do that on a weekly basis through the podcast, but as we talked about, what would be the next step to accomplish that? How, how can we work to, to help network more pastors and equip them for this battle and to paint a vision for what Reformation looks like? Well, ultimately, a conference is the next step of that. It's really what we do on a weekly basis, but in a really condensed form over a period of three days. And so, uh, we're just really excited to do that. And, and our goal, again, is not to try to bring in some big name, heavy hitter people to this conference, but the goal is to give a platform to the solid conservative pastors we have in our denomination. So we're working on lining up the speaker list. We have the topics laid out already, but 
But the goal, again, is we're looking at relying on this faithful CRC pastors that we have to do the speaking for us. And then also on top of some of the sessions that we have scheduled, the goal is to have some really good networking to be able to connect people who haven't connected previously and to build a solid network of conservative CRC leaders leading reformation. Um, so it's exciting. I, I think it's going to be a huge thing and whether it's big this year, or whether we have a small group this year, I'm okay with that. I just want a group. <laughs> and so I just encourage you uh, get signed up for the, for the conference. If this is something that God is, kind of laying on your heart or you think it would be beneficial to you or, or people in your church. This isn't just for pastors. It's not just for office bearers. It's for anybody who really wants to kind of be engaged and involved in this fight for reformation in the Christian Reformed Church. So I'd encourage you to go get signed up today. Uh, the Green Lake Conference Center is holding our rooms for us through February 15th. And so the, the best plan is to get booked before February 15th. We are doing a little promotional thing where the first 20 people to get signed up are going to get a free t-shirt and the next 30 people to get signed up are going to get some laser engraved messy reformation patches. And then uh, anybody who gets signed up before February 15th is going to be put in for a raffle to win Calvin's, um, Calvin's sermons on the book of Acts. And so uh, we want to just encourage you to get signed up before February 15th. Now, if you have to get signed up after February 15th, um, you still can get a room, but you're not guaranteed a being able to get a room at the Green Lake Conference Center. So I just encourage you to get signed up. It's a really great deal as far as price-wise. I mean, we're talking registration for the for the event and rooms and all of the meals are going to be provided by the Conference Center and, uh, you know, all combined, if you share a room with somebody, it's like $230. I mean, that's for registration room and all of your food. It's, it's, a, it's a really good deal. And we're going to be fed really well uh, physically and spiritually at this event. So I encourage you to get signed up. And, you know, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to just reach out if you're trying to figure out how to make things work. Uh, reach out. If you have my personal email, just send me a personal email. And if you don't have my personal email, uh, just send something to the messy reformation at gmail.com. It's the messy reformation with no spaces at gmail.com and just ask some questions and we'll do our best to be able to get back to you for this conference. But this is really the next big step for us and what we're doing. And we're hoping to just keep building on the growth that God has given us because he's really blessed us in this. And that really leads to just some of the conversations I want to have coming into these spring classes meetings, because I have people asking, you know, what should we be thinking about as we come into our spring classes meetings? What's happening in the denomination right now? And how do we want to capitalize on some of the the things that have been going well, because it seems like God is working and that he's working powerfully in the Christian Reformed Church right now. And so what types of things should we be doing leading up to these classes meetings? And one of the things I want to encourage, and it's been something that Abide has been doing a really great job in encouraging is, for one, I just want to encourage you to pray. Uh, be in prayer, um, hardcore, leading up to your classes meetings and leading up to this next synod. Um, 
Uh, as I was reminded as I preached my sermon this morning, unless the Lord builds the house, those who labor, labor, those who build it, labor in vain. And so we can work as hard as we want to work and we can strategize as much as we want to strategize and we can stay up late and get up early in the morning and work, work, work our fingers to the bone and none of it will be worth anything. It will all be meaningless and pointless if God's not in this and if we're not seeking God's will in this. And so I just want to encourage everybody, be in prayer daily. And if you want to join with a group of believers who are in prayer for this every Tuesday, Abide has a prayer, a group of prayer people gathering to pray over the denomination and pray over the classes meetings and pray over the upcoming synod. So I'd encourage you to go to the Abide Project substack and you'll be able to find links to how to kind of sign up and be part of those prayer meetings. But uh, pray as a church, pray individually, pray as a classes. But then also, I, I want to encourage you, uh, hopefully you've been doing it already, but we really want you to be, I would encourage you right now to be working on finding good delegates from your classes and good delegate nominations for your classes. It's a, it's a really big deal for us to be active and involved in who our classes is going to send to Synod. And, you know, some people might, some people get worried about that. They think that maybe we're uh, trying to manipulate the system or we're trying to kind of game the system or it's politicking or whatever. And I just say that's all kind of ridiculous, to be honest. I mean, is anybody wanting to make the argument that we should have bad delegates go to synod? Um, would anybody want to make the argument that a classist would want to send people to synod who don't believe what their classist believes? Um, nobody's making that argument. Uh, in all reality, a classist wants to send its best delegates to synod. And, and one of the problems has been for the last number of years uh, the conservatives have been super complacent and have said, you know what, things are fine. It's not that big of a deal. There aren't really any problems going on at Synod. So we'll just let whoever wants to go, go. And that will be nice for me because then I can just sit back and do my work at my local church because that is my primary calling, which it is. And yet one of the things we've lost, one of the things we've forgotten in the Christian Reformed Church is that uh, we've covenanted together, not just with our local church. We've also covenanted with our classes and all of the churches in our classes. And we've covenanted with the churches of our denomination. And that means we have responsibilities in our classes and in our denomination. That doesn't mean that you neglect your local church in order to serve in all these other positions, but it does mean you still have responsibilities with your classes and with the denomination. And so, and part of that responsibility may mean putting your name forward to go to Synod, which is going to be hard. This one's not going to be any easier than the last few years. It might be a little less tense than last year, but I'm not positive of that. So it's going to be hard, but if God's calling you to do it, uh, we know it's not a good idea to run away from it. Uh, it's never a good idea to not do what God has told us to do. And so uh, if God's kind of pricking your heart, whether you're an elder or a deacon or a pastor, and you're, you're thinking, yeah, I might be willing to go. God might be calling me to go to synod. Put your name forward and let, let classes vote and see who they want to send and see how God will work through that. But 
maybe God's not calling you to go. You know, it's not your, you know, your best cup of tea, or maybe some other things are preventing you. Then maybe what God is calling you to do is to be thinking about who in your church or who in your local churches around you would be a good delegate to go because we want to send good delegates who believe what the Christian Reformed Church believes and want to see us continue to hold to what we already believe. And so be thinking about that. Be praying about that. Be praying whether God's sending you to be part of this next synod or be praying for God to give you wisdom and insight to figure out who you might want to delegate to go to synod or talk to about putting their name forward to go to synod. But also on top of that, I think um, one of the things I've mentioned multiple times lately on the podcast is that we need to think even more than just that. So on the one hand, we want to send good delegates to synod, uh, but we want even more. We want to make sure this year we don't have a similar mess as was last year. Um, where our officers did not do a great job in leading us through the week. And so not only do I want to encourage you to be thinking about good delegates to Synod, but I want you to be thinking about and working toward and praying about which delegates from your classes would serve as good officers of Synod. People who have experience at Synod, people who have good leadership, people who have the courage and the fortitude to make some decisions that are going to make them unpopular. Because there's going to have to be some decisions made by officers regarding floor motions and and reining people in with how often they speak and so we can get the work done. And so who in your classes has those skills to lead Synod? as an officer. And if you can find that person, talk to them, encourage them, explain to them why you want them to put their name forward, why you think they have the skills needed to help lead our denomination through a very difficult synod, and then encourage them to put their name forward or encourage them to let their name stand to be a delegate. And really, that's about it. I know there's a lot of people writing overtures Right now, there's a lot of overtures coming in, and yet, you know, speaking as someone who chaired a committee with, you know, 30-something overtures last year, and I don't know, two pages front and back, single-spaced, of separate requests from those overtures, I'm going to say, I don't think we need any more overtures. Now, I know people are writing it, people are trying to kind of tweak, and they're trying to figure out how to kind of move forward based on a lot of the information we had last year, everybody kind of knows where the conversation's going regarding gravamen. And so they have an idea. They want to kind of shape that a little bit. I understand that. And, and some of that might be helpful, but I think in some ways it might just also muddy the waters even more because we already have a ton. All those 30 overtures from my committee basically got moved to next year. And so we're going to pile on that more. Um, committee is going to have 40 50 overtures to go through, there's no way they're going to be able to go through all of those. And so, again, one of the things we need to do is I don't think we need any overtures really coming through our classes right now. We need good delegates who are going to go to Synod, do the work of Synod, make some good, hard decisions at this next Synod based on the information we have. That's all we have for this week. 
If you want to help us out and support the Messy Reformation, another thing you can do is sign up for our newsletter through Substack. That way, you'll get episodes and summaries sent directly to your email inbox. It will also give us the opportunity to communicate with our audience, which is one of the biggest struggles of a podcast. So head over to the Messy Reformation on Substack and sign up for our newsletter. Now, stay tuned next week to hear part two of my review from last year and looking forward to this year. But until then, don't forget this is Christ's church, and he bought it with his blood. And we've been warned that wolves will come in trying to destroy the flock. So, keep a close watch on your life and on your doctrine. Preach the word in season and out of season. And keep fighting the good fight in this messy reformation.